Today is our age service. Good. And uh, today we will be looking at an interesting story that Jesus told us in Mark chapter 12. I have titled the topic, The King We Judge. The King We Judge. But before we begin, let us pray. Our gracious God, we thank you. The hour has come for you to glorify your name. Come, Holy Spirit, and teach us your word. So that at the end, your name alone will be glorified. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Here in this passage, Jesus told a story about a man who planted a vineyard and he built a wall around it. You can see? Okay? And then he rented it to some farmers. Other translations say some tenants. Okay? And moved to another place. At harvest, we know from the Bible that the Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, isn't it? But the laborers are few. So that at harvest time, the owner sent, okay, one of his servants to go to the tenants and collect from them one of the fruits of the vineyard. And I wonder if someone here could tell me what happened. What do you think happened? Yes? Okay, Liz? Oh, there's hands up there. What happened? He beat him up. Wow! That's good. Yes? Yes? One more, one more. Yes? He beat them up. They beat everyone up. They beat everyone up. (laughs) That's good, yes. They seized him. Okay? Beat him up. Sent him away without any fruit. Isn't that bad? And then the servant went back to the owner and told him what happened. You know what happened? The owner sent another servant. Okay? Another servant. Okay? And then what happened? I need someone, someone maybe from, who else? Anyone? Okay. Yeah, what happened? They slapped him again. Wow. Oh. They beat everyone up every time. They beat everyone up every time. That's really so sad. So they beat him up and sent him away without no fruits. 
So every time the owner sends someone, one of his servants, they do what? They beat him up. That's good. Well done. Well done. Okay? And they treated them badly and sent them away without any, any fruit. Isn't that bad? Then one day, the owner, I think I'm getting it wrong. Okay, they beat him up. You can see the face. How does he look? How does he look? So bad. Okay? And then one day, the owner said to himself, you know what? I'm going to send my only son, whom I love so much. Maybe, maybe, they will respect him. Maybe they will honor him. Maybe they will hear him. And I wonder if someone here will tell me what happened. Oh. Yes. They killed him and he sent, and then he sent him, and then he sent the son back to his father. Oh, that's really sad. They killed him. Is that true, Vika? And beat them up. They beat him up. You remember the previous one? They beat them up and sent them away without any fruit. But at this time, they did what? They killed him. And threw him out of the vineyard. You can see? Okay? But before they did that, something happened. The tenants said to one another, This is his son. Okay? His hair. Let us kill him. And then the vineyard will become ours. And what happened? They killed him. Okay? And threw him out of the vineyard. And I wonder if you are the owner, how would you be feeling? Hmm? If you're the owner. Any idea? Any thoughts? How would you? Yeah. Furious. You want to help me? Yeah. Furious because, oh. because, they took, because they took him out. That's why I would be furious. Furious? Yes. Any other? Anyone to help me? Okay. Yes. Any adults? Yeah. No kids now. Someone? Upset. Upset. Yes. Obviously, I will be very, very angry. And even mad. Why? Because they killed my only son. And they did not do 
what they were asked to do. Okay? So the next question will be, what do you think the owner will do to these tenants? <laughs> eh? What do you think the owner the will do? The owner will throw the bad tenants away and get some new tenants. Wow, that's wonderful. Can we give them a round of offering, please? Thank you. That's good. Yes? Any other? Yes, BK, you want to say something? Yeah? What do you think, the owner? I'm bring some new tenants and check if they're behaving good or bad. Oh, and check if they would behave good or bad. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. He will. He will kick them out. You can see there? You get off. We don't need you. Okay? He will kick them out. Just like the way they kicked his only son. The Bible concludes this story by saying that the owner will destroy those tenants and give the vineyard to others. So what is Jesus trying to teach us with this story? What do you think? This story is about our relationship with God. Truthful. Yes? To be honest and truthful. To be honest and truthful. That's good. Thank you, Betty. Yes? So Jesus is trying to tell us that we should, should we should never kick someone out and try to forgive and try to listen to what he's saying. Amen. That's good. Well done. Well done, Chindi. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. And also, you you should behave good to your people. Should behave good to your people. Thank you, Ikem. Thank you. So this story is about our relationship with God. The vineyard is like the world we live in. And God gave them to us to harvest souls for him. To reach out people with the gospel with the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ to bear fruit. He created us in his own image to worship him alone, nor any other God except him, to listen to other servants he sent to us, pastors, evangelists, prophets, and also be ready for his coming. The tenant did not treat other people as they should. 
They forgot God and his commandments. The story is for each, every one of us. Nobody is excluded from this story. God loves us and he cares for us and has given us everything we need, life and good health. All he required from us is to love him and come back to him. Isn't that amazing how God loves us and cares for us? So the question here for each, every one of us, is that do we do that? Do we do it? Jesus paid the price for each, every one of us. He died and suffered for me and you. He doesn't deserve it, but he did it for each, every one of us. In this story, we can see that the owner was patient with the tenant for so long. Isn't that amazing? He keeps sending one servant after another. Being so patient to see if they will change their mind. And today, God is still patient with us. Despite our foolishness, he still cares for us. He wants us to see us change from bad to good and come back to him. That is why John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, whosoever that believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God's love is endless forever and ever. And finally, one day, the king, Jesus, will judge each, every one of us. The very interesting thing about God's judgment is that the, his judgment will start from the household of God, the church. And at that time, God will not be patient again. Isn't that amazing? He will not be patient again. He will judge every one of us. The King, Jesus, is coming. And he will judge. But the dead 
and the living. So the question for us this morning is, are we ready for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are we ready to meet Jesus? His patient is still available. Now is the time. Tomorrow might be too late. Now is the time to make amend and say to God, I am a sinner. I am not worthy to be in your presence. But because of your mercy, I'm here. Forgive me. And from today onwards, I want to walk with you. He's a merciful God. And he forgives. It doesn't matter the gravity of what you have done in the past. Or even now. He can forgive you. So the invitation is wide open to each, every one of us. And I want to leave it with you. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, now is the time. Tomorrow might be too late. Because the king will judge. And he will judge each, every one of us. Revelation chapter 22 verse 12, Jesus says, Behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to give each every one of you according to what you have done. So Jesus is coming. The king is coming. Are you ready to meet him? Let us pray. Our gracious God, we thank you for your word this morning. The Bible says that the entrance of your word brings life. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be the doers of your word and not only the hearers. So that when you come, we all will be ready to meet you. And we pray for our children, Lord Jesus. The Bible says, train up a child the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from your presence. We pray for our young children, Lord, that they will grow to know you. And know the power of your resurrection. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.